Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hello. Hey. Another hot one. It, well, it's a hot one. <laughs> Do you know I sing that like all the time in my head? Just that one line? Same. It's it, really annoying. When it gets hot, I sing that part. Yeah, me too. It's like I can't not do it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. You know what? I can't believe that song's 21 years old. Is it? Yeah. Damn. I remember when that song came out, it was fucking everywhere. Yeah. It was like a huge hit. You couldn't get away from it. It won like 80 Grammys. I... Yeah, that because that was like Santana right. record featuring right? Rob Thomas. Right, he was just on the one song. Yeah, that's a, that has to be his biggest song too. Well, I mean, Matchbox Twenty Eight they had a lot of hits, but that's that was a big win for him. What is their hit? Matchbox Twenty. Yeah. Oh God, I don't know. I didn't listen to them, but I knew all their songs because they were always on the radio. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I trying to say. remember. I bet you if I heard it, I, I would wanna know it. I want to push you around. Well, I will. Well, oh, I know that song. Will. Isn't that them? Uh, I have no idea. But, but I know that song. Somebody's screaming like, I loved Matchbox 20. I'm sure we have some Matchbox 20 stands. That's a thing? Well, I'm sure. Th- I'm saying I'm sure they were stands in like 1998. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Back when they were in high school or middle school or whatever. I remember he had like that really bad haircut. It was, that was like really popular at oh, that time. Oh yeah, it was. Um, it was like a sensitive boy haircut, right? Because it was kind of bangs. It was kind of bangs. It was kind of curly. It yeah. was a little shaggy, and it then was he, shaggy. And then he had the two silver earrings, the hoops. That's another bad band name, though. Matchbox Twenty. Does it mean something? It I must, have, but I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to do a good, a really solid band name. But you gotta know, that sounds like to me like someone suggested it and they could never think of anything else after the first suggestion. And they're like, oh, let's just go with that. Yeah, it sounds like a record executive came up with it. Maybe. I don't know. I'm sure it's a a really amazing story of how they came up with it. Right. And I would feel stupid for <laughs> once I hear it, I'd be like, oh, that was their grandma <laughs> who right. died when they were 20. Her name was Matchbox. <laughs> don't I feel stupid? <laughs> Rob Thomas, <laughs> featuring Rob Thomas. Featuring. Everything should be featuring Rob Thomas. Remember featuring was just every song had a feature? <laughs> that was very early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this week's episode was inspired by one of our podcast friends. Friend, friend oh. of the... Wait. <laughs> friend of the pod? Podcast who we're friends with. Okay. Web crawlers. Oh. What do we call friend of the pod if they're also a podcast? A mutual pod. (laughs) Podcast friend of the pod. Okay. The web crawlers girls. Yeah. Recently, they did a two-part episode on flat eartherism. I listened to that. Dude, did you, could you believe (laughs) the interview they had? 
No, I like went away. I like did, I was listening to while I was cleaning or something and I like went away. You know how you like kind of listen and then go, you're cleaning or whatever. And I missed with the transition to where the guy, the interview with the guy started. Cause at first it was just them two. Yeah. Uh, and then when I came back, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And I had to like rewind to like, um, to hear the beginning of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was like, wait, what, what is this? Yeah. It was wild. I could not believe how professional Allie and Melissa were when talking to this individual. Yeah. By the way, this podcast, uh, the the first part of the two-part series on Flat Earther conspiracy theory, they uh, tell you all about the conspiracy theory that the Earth is actually flat. So they tell you the history of it and what that actually means. And then in the second part, they have an interview with a world-renowned, famous flat earther. Yeah. This guy came on their pod. <laughs> I know. It's and, incredible. And did an interview. And he seemed like a very likable, he nice, nice. nice guy to talk to. Believe some pretty off-the-wall shit. I just was so in awe of Allie and Melissa's professionalism because I know I would have gotten into an argument with him. <laughs> I'm sure that, yes, they are more, more professional. Although maybe we would try. I don't think they're more professional than us. I'm just saying, <laughs> look, Allie and Melissa were on a very similar wavelength as those girls. Absolutely. That's why we're friends with them. Right. I mean, I feel like I would think it would be, I would laugh probably like us being professional. Like I would probably make fun of us afterwards. Oh yeah. Cause I know that we'd try to be professional probably. <laughs> yeah. We would definitely try, yeah. but I was just like, wow, ladies, like it's, it's a great two part episode. Uh, they did such a good job with it. I was like, oh, I don't want to be mad listening to this. Like, I wasn't even mad. I was kind of just fascinated hearing this guy's point of view that he really believes the earth is flat. Well, it's kind of a harmless conspiracy in a way. Like, well, that's the thing I wanted. That's what we're going to talk about today is conspiracy theories. Oh, cool. But more harmless, quote unquote, ones. Right. Because Desi and I have talked to e- just to each other a lot about conspiracy theories and uh <laughs> you know I'm I'm generally the type of person that is not a fan of conspiracy theories like they irritate me and conspiracy theorists irritate me uh a lot of the time obviously a lot of conspiracy theories are just like anti-semitism so like I'm I don't really fuck with them so it's not fun for me, you know? Right. A lot of them are just like, okay, you just... Especially the ones that are sort of prevalent right now. Oh, yeah. They're definitely lean towards that anti-Semitic type of stuff. Absolutely. And some of the most classic conspiracy theories are just centuries, millennia-old anti-Semitic Absolutely. canards. So, I, so, of course, I would not... That is not something I am into or subscribe to. Believe me, nobody invited me to the world control organization. <laughs> also, You're not in the Bilderbergs. <laughs> you know what? Some people think that Jews control the weather. That's so cool, though, if you did. <laughs> I can't think of a conspiracy theory that could be less likely knowing how much Jews love to complain about the weather. Exactly. That would knock out one of their major <laughs> things. That is, that is something that we are known for. Jews moved to Florida just to complain about the humidity. Yeah. Yeah. That's where my great-grandmother lived. (laughs) No, I mean, I'm interested in certain conspiracy theories, but I do find most of them to be irritating. 
I for think, those reasons you mentioned. And absolutely. just the type of person usually is not my type of person. Well, I think what's so frustrating for me also about conspiracy theories is that there's already so much real awful shit going on in the world that's enough of a scandal. Yeah. Like you don't need to invent fake shit. I, I agree. Yeah. Truth is already more awful than fiction. Usually I'll tend to just... Most of the things I like are conspiracy theories related to crimes. Like I like hearing the off the wall theories that people have. And like I said, those are kind of harmless. Like it's just like having fun with information like, well, what if this happened? Or you know what I mean? Like as long as it's not hurting people, then I can I can kind of get down with it more. Or it's not a conspiracy theory about a crime where you're like an Alex Jones person. No, where you're like tormenting people who you think are the real whatever. You know what I mean? Like or false if it's flag. just fans on like a Reddit board who are like if it's an unsolved mystery and they're positing like theories, I like that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. And I do like harmless ones. And I was thinking like, are there any, I've, I've never, I've just never been a conspiracy theory person in general, like I said before, but I do have one conspiracy theory that I, I believe in. And that is that Los Angeles street sweeping is a fucking scam. Oh yeah. It is a, it is not real. It is not exist. It is just a way, it is a poor tax. Well, and I heard something that when they stopped uh, park chickening cars in the first few weeks of quarantine, that the streets didn't get any um, cleaner. No, or or like dirtier. No, it was no different than it normally is. It's the exact same. (laughs) I haven't moved my car in like a month. Yeah, I I agree. It's bullshit. I think it is fucking bullshit. It is a conspiracy just to piss me off Mm -hmm. and to take money from poor people. Absolutely. Stop. Sweeping the streets. I you could probably win an election saying you were going to stop street sweeping. I don't understand why our politicians here in Los Angeles don't run on abolishing these ridiculous parking tickets. Yeah, there's okay. nowhere to park. Now we're getting political, but we're right. <laughs> you know yeah. we're right. You know okay, we're what's, right. What are we talking about? We're going to be talking about some more obscure pop culture conspiracy Ooh, theories. Nice. Some of these I had heard of, and some of these I was like, what? Are you, what? This is a conspiracy theory that people believe in? But here we go. The first one has to do with Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake. So you know I was interested. Yeah. In 2001, two Dallas, Texas radio DJs were fired after they reported that Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake had been in a car crash. Ooh. The DJs, Keith Kramer and Tony Longo, said that Britney had died in the crash and that Justin was in a coma. Keith Kramer said that the program director gave them permission to broadcast this rumor to their listeners to stir up drama. (gasps) Wow. I mean, that's a pretty fucked up thing. That's really fucked up. To do. And then he also said in this, uh, in this uh, initial news report, he said that th- they were going to go with a report, say, a fake report saying that James Hetfield had been killed in a crash. James oh, Hetf- that sounds really familiar. James Hetfield of Metallica. They said, but then they decided against it because they're like, well, we're a rock station and we wouldn't want to bum out our fans. I don't even get the point of this. It's really fucking stupid. And then uh, around the same time, or maybe it was after uh, a defunct website, it's now defunct, but it's called, it was called Britneyisdead.com. They claimed that the pop star had actually died in 1998, shortly after filming her breakout video for Baby One More Time. (gasps) This site is 
deranged. It claims all sorts of weird shit that's just like so not based on reality. It says that the record label found a replacement Britney Spears at the mall. Oh. Like they went on a search to find... <laughs> and a, no one knew they were on this search. <laughs> to find a lookalike for a girl who looked like Britney Spears to just like replace her and that they found someone who looked just like Britney Spears except her real name was Britney Shears. <laughs> what are the chances? They didn't work too hard on that one. <laughs> this girl, Britney Shears... That's a, so dumb. I'm so mad at that. I hate lazy conspiracy theories. Like, come on. Th- that doesn't make it any cooler. It actually makes it worse. Yeah. They said that this girl had a bigger chest, so that's why the label started the rumor that Britney got a boob job. <laughs> Do you remember that? I didn't think it was a rumor. I thought she actually did get one. No, she was just like growing up. Right. I mean, it was just like she went from 17 to 20, and I guess right. her boobs got a little bigger, maybe. Right. Look, I don't know. Mine stopped growing after eighth grade, so yeah. I really don't know how this works. I don't either. Um, oh, I'm sorry. There's a whole other theory not related to com, but there's a theory that Britney is actually several different clones that have been <sighs> replaced over the years. And that this is also true with Eminem, that he's several different clones. <laughs> Why would that be true? Because they're like, he's so different from the real Slim Shady to, you know, now I'm that he's not 50. Afraid. Yeah, now that he's an old dude. What the hell? I like that people like don't don't recognize the aging process. People get people do that on Twitter all the time. They're like, what happened? Like, dude, it's been 20 years. Of course they look a little different. I mean, there are examples where people get a lot of plastic surgery, but most of the time I see that it's like, yeah, they used to be 20 and now they're 60 or whatever. Like, yeah, it's like your face changes. It gets droopier or like whatever. Or when people are really surprised that a woman who is like over 40 is hot. Oh, yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. A lot of. A lot of women who are older are hot. People are hot now for a very long time. And people, yeah, lots of people are hot at yeah. lots of different ages. This isn't like the 50s where when you looked like a gran- granny from Beverly Hillbillies at 42. Her <laughs> <laughs> like, mom is family. Yeah, like it's a different time. Like, Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. 
Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've had a really stressful year with work and family stuff, and I know I'm not alone when I say I tend to push that stress down in order to get what I need done, done, and that only makes things worse. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. In the past, therapy has helped me navigate many situations from helping me to set boundaries to just becoming the best version of myself. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I love that it's entirely online, so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HCS. This conspiracy theory I'd never heard of also, and (laughs) this is fucking wild. And it is that Robert Kardashian and Ted Cruz are actually the same person. Wait, what? (laughs) Honestly, the second you've said it, their faces do look alike. Okay. (laughs) But not enough. Kind of. Why would you ever put those two people together? Like, This is from Black Bag from Gawker. This is an old uh, article that someone named Kate Nibbs wrote in 2016. Kate Nibbs? Kate, (laughs) Kate Nibbs wrote in 2016. It basically says that after, like, Robert Kardashian, quote-unquote, died in 2003, he he reinvented himself as Ted Cruz. <laughs> Imagine it's, doing that. The article says, quote, leaving his family to fend for itself in Calabasas to begin a flourishing political career. Imagine, like, being Rob Kardashian <laughs> and then reinventing yourself as Ted Cruz. Like, none of that makes sense, like... At all. Why why would you become more horrible? Yeah. I would argue, like, yeah, not good at all. They also claim that Heidi Cruz is actually Saturday Night Live former cast member Anna Gasteyer. What? First of all, they don't look alike at all. Like, why would that even, why would that couple be together? (laughs) Anna Gasteyer and Rob Kardashian? Because she was hired. Because she was hired for this whole conspiracy. This is insane. I can't believe this was on Gawker. Uh, this is again from Gawker. Ed Chirini, founder of the website WellAware1.com, appears to be the driving force behind this theory. Wow. Chiarini, who goes by Dallas Goldbug, believes that Lauren Michaels is the key player in the hoodwink, helping actors and Robert Kardashian Sr. assume the identities of political players. He believes the improv comedy scene is a hotbed for political imposters. Ugh. Um, so yeah, that's, 
That's so weird. Oh, they also believe that uh, Steve-O is a, f- is a former disgraced Marine. I mean, that seems believable. No, it's not. <laughs> I've met Steve-O before. He's a very nice man. I'm not saying he's not a nice man, but that's at least within the realm of possibility. Like, I mean, yeah, the Robert Kardashian, Ted Cruz. That will- is not possible. Like, yeah. Uh, oh. Also, they both still exist. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, that's another theor- flaw to the theory. Like, there is still Robert Kardashian. He's and- dead. Oh, I was thinking of um, someone else. <laughs> <laughs> What's his son's name? Rob. Well, that's Robert, too. Okay. <laughs> I just assumed- <laughs> How old did you think Rob Kardashian was? Ted Cruz is not that old. How old is he's he? He's like 47 or something. I'm just saying he's not as old as you think. Like he's like in his 40s. But how still. old is Rob Kardashian? I don't son? know. I have no idea. Okay, I no. just wasn't thinking Robert Kardashian. Cause when you said Robert Kardashian, no. I thought of the son because they do kind of kind of looks like Ted Cruz. No, they're saying when Robert Kardashian, Kim's dad died of cancer in 2003, that he actually faked his cancer and reinvented himself as Ted Cruz. Okay. That still doesn't make sense. No. <laughs> None of it makes sense. It's bad either way. I don't know which theory is more insane. Also, Robert Kardashian was way older than Ted Cruz. I like, know. Yeah. And he looked it. like Yeah. Okay. Another uh, example of mistaken identity, and this conspiracy theory says that Stephen King killed John Lennon. What? Because this person believes that Stephen King kind of looks like Mark David Chapman. <laughs> like I mean, they literally I can think see it. They literally think this guy actually uh, made a van called like he made did one of those vans where you put ad space oh, on yeah, it. Yeah. And it says Lennonmurdertruth.com across this white van. Uh, this is from the San Diego Reader. This is an article by someone named Mercy Barron from 2012. She says, on Christmas Eve, I stumbled upon this van pictured on Newport Avenue, parked on Newport Avenue in Ocean Beach. The website, www.lennonmurdertruth.com, was written loud and clear on both sides of the van, and painted on the windows was, author Stephen King, not Chapman, murdered Lennon. It's true, or he'd sue. (laughs) I like that tagline. (laughs) Yep, that's proof right there. <laughs> so the 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 person behind this is a guy named Steve Lightfoot. He is the creator of this conspiracy theory and he actually interrupted like a town hall in Florida. Wow. To talk about this and to be like Stephen King lives in Florida. This is the most dangerous man in America living amongst us. He lives in Florida now? I okay. no, I don't oh. think so. I'm pretty sure he lives in Maine. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like he famously lives in Maine, right? No, but this guy like interrupted Right. He interrupted this this like city council meeting or whatever it was in Florida. Hold on, I'm pulling up the article here from the web archive. This was from several years ago, obviously. But this guy, this is from Sarasota, Florida. Um, let's see. A man during public comment, a man with signs who identified himself as Steve Lightfoot took a seat in front of commissioners saying he wanted to expose the truth. This guy said, I'm from California. I've known I'm known by 10% of Florida. 
I'm known by 50% of California. I'm the man exposing the truth about John Lennon's murder. Stephen King, Casey Key resident, shot John Lennon. He's not suing me. My van says it all over the place. (laughs) If you want to hear my case, read my van. (laughs) It's all there. (laughs) If it wasn't true, he would sue. He says... Quote, Stephen King is the worst criminal in the state of Florida that they've ever harbored. I doubt that. (laughs) Even if this is true. First of all, off the top of my head, Ted Bundy. (laughs) There's just so many. First of all, Florida. (laughs) So Florida. Come on. People have eaten faces. (laughs) Face eaters in Florida. So, yeah, this guy, he's got a whole website about it. There's probably millions of websites like this guy's. Just these low budget websites that have like URLs from like 1998. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh my like, god. They all they all have the like odometer of who's visited. Yes, and like an American flag. Yeah. And the graphics look like a video game kind of like it, that level. It, it's those early gifs, things that used to like yes. spin around yes. and be like enter, enter. Yes. Dude, that look is just so specific. Like you ha- you if you were on the internet during that time, you know exactly what it looks like. And it's like electric blue. <laughs> and, and the font is like lime green. Yeah. So you can't really read it that well. No, the coloring is just so awful. You could awful. never fucking read those sites. Or it's like yellow print. Yeah. <laughs> the yellow print. I was like, are you insane? It would be like... You feel... You get more insane when you read this. Then you start believing the theories. <laughs> it like literally melts your brain. <laughs> now, this theory is something I believe that we've talked about on the show briefly before. And I was happy to see I, I didn't come up with this conspiracy theory. I'd probably like heard of it or, you know, it's just such a common idea. And that is that Winnie the Pooh those characters all represent different mental disorders. Oh, I wrote about this. You did? Yeah, way back. I didn't invent it, okay. but I wrote about this conspiracy but this theory. this is a theory. First of all, I mean, it seems like even if A.A. Milne, who wrote Winnie the Pooh, didn't intentionally mean for Winnie the Pooh to be an allegory for mental illness, it's pretty clear to me if you watch this program or read these books that these animals are ill. Well, and they all have very distinct illnesses, like personalities, disorders, or yes. whatever. Like they're all annoying in their own way, except for Eeyore. No, <laughs> don't First don't besmirch Eeyore. Look, I like Eeyore. I just feel like that is way too depressing for a children's program. That was my favorite character. I'm sure it was, Desi. <laughs> Nobody is surprised. No one on this show is fucking surprised by that. I hate Piglet. <laughs> Dude, Piglet, okay. Did my phone just fucking die? My phone just overheated and died. Hold on. Okay, so the Winnie the Pooh mental illness theory, according to Snopes, was first popularized in a tongue-in-cheek paper that was published in 2000. And I guess just from this paper, it sort of just spread. But... According, oh, the BBC, this also this is also from Snopes. The BBC reported at the time that lead researcher and primary author of this paper, Sarah Shea's intention was to, quote, remind people that anyone can have disorders and that the introduction to the study also noted that the characters were diagnosed with different mental disorders by a, quote, group of modern neurodevelopmentalists. 
not imagine being a professional person and diagnosing Kanga and Rue. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> this is what these characters were diagnosed with, mm-hmm. according to this study okay. in 2000. Winnie the Pooh, ADHD, inattentive subtype, OCD, provisional diagnosis. But he also has some personality disorders. He has borderline intellectual. <laughs> what? It says he has very little brain. That's so mean. That's mean. It also says he has uh, poor diet, obesity, and binge eating. Wow. This is what they diagnose Piglet with. Generalized anxiety disorder. Yes. And then the axis three is failure to thrive. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So harsh. Eeyore has got a bunch. Yeah. Eeyore. Dysythmic disorder. Is that like depression? Because that's what he has, right? What is dis? I have no idea what that is. Uh, he also has a traumatic amputation of the tail. <laughs> it's held on by a tack. <laughs> that is traumatic. And he has housing problems. That's the psych- Wait. psychosocial environmental problems that he suffers from. Does he have housing problems? Where did he live? Did he live in like a tree stump? I thought he lived in a stump. <laughs> what are they talking well, about? That's not a nice a house. Wait, can you tell me the disivic disorder? What is it called? Dis 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 dismic. <laughs> Jesus, Rachel. <laughs> Hold please, on, I think I found it. Please, I'm not smart. Dis dysthymic? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> what is dysthymic? It is a hard word to say because you feel like you're saying it wrong. Dysthymic. Uh, a mood disorder characterized by chronic mild depression. Okay. Irritable mood. They could have just said that. Often accompanied by other symptoms such as eating and sleeping disorder. Holy shit. I have this. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Rachel has to go spit. <laughs> the one time she spits. <laughs> Can you can you insert some very special episode piano music while I'm reading that? <laughs> Wait a second. A look of recognition washed over my face as I read this. <laughs> okay. Okay. Owl. What do you think the owl has? He's like a know-it-all, right? He's, they say he has a reading disorder. What? I thought he was smart. He also has housing problems. I don't like the house. They're animals. <laughs> they live in the fucking forest. <laughs> or they're owned by Christopher Robin, and they live in his house. Wait till you hear what he has. Oh. Well. <laughs> I'm scared. Okay. Tigger. Tigger has ADHD, hyperactivity, impulsivity subtype. And that's it. Okay. He just has ADHD. That makes sense. Uh, Kanga doesn't have anything except single parent unemployed. (laughs) Wow. This study is problematic. (laughs) Overprotective of child. She's a fucking kangaroo. I mean, she is the most like normal character. Her child lives in her pouch. Yeah. Kanga is the the most normal character. Yes. I think. Now they had the audacity to try and diagnose Rue. He's a child. They said that he doesn't have any psychological uh, illnesses. Yet. But he he has psychosocial environmental problems. He is 
single parenthood, <sighs> undesirable peer group. Wow. Victim of unusual feeding practices. What? I what guess is she? He eats extract of malt. Oh. Was that something that he ate? That sounds good. Look, Rue and Kanga were the only characters from Winnie the Pooh I liked. They're definitely the most calm and just cute. I was hoping for something like Munchausen's by proxy. <laughs> like if we're so gonna go there, dark. let's go, let's get there. Like, come on, let's do it. Christopher Robin. Okay. They say in terms of his psychosocial and environmental problems, they say he has a lack of parental supervision po- and possible educational problems. Mm. Now, I've also like read some other studies about the Winnie the Pooh characters, and they were a lot more um, harsh towards Christopher Robin. This author, Sarah Shea, she also speculated on the characters' grim futures based on Ooh, their mental disorders. Nice. Uh, so according to her, she thinks Rue, quote, we predict that we will someday see a delinquent, jaded adolescent Rue hanging out late at night at the top of the forest, the ground littered with broken bottles of extract of malt and the butts of smoked thistles. We think that this will be Rue's reality in part because of a second issue. Rue's closest friend is Tigger, who is not a good role model. <gasps> Peer influences strongly affect outcome. Oh, they also think that um, Winnie the Pooh suffers from shaken bear syndrome, which is a sh- <laughs> like shaken baby syndrome. <laughs> I don't know what the hell? Um, oh, as he was repeatedly dragged by Christopher Robin by oh. his foot. So they're like, these people are the hugest nerds I've ever heard, and also dorks. <laughs> Early on, we see Pooh being dragged downstairs, bump, bump, bump on the back of his head. Could this later? Could his later cognitive struggles be the result of shaken bear syndrome? That's why his hand got stuck in the honey pot. <laughs> That's so crazy. Dr. Shea says, I've received some very cranky letters. Some people felt that I was wasting research money. <laughs> some people? <laughs> what is the point of this research? It made us laugh. Yeah, it's, it's true. 20 it was money years well later, spent. 20 years later, you This gave is us one content. of the best studies I've actually ever heard. <laughs> like, can you think of another study that's this entertaining? No. <laughs> I've tried to read them. They're very boring. <laughs> <laughs> I want more like Christopher Robin grows up to be a furry or something. Oh, yeah. Like, these people, if you're going to go for bullshit, you might as well go for it. Right. Just come up with all sorts of ridiculous theories. Yeah. And uh, look, we're laughing because Desi and I are, are both mentally ill. Yes. And we, absolutely. we talk freely about that. That's why this book probably was so disturbing to me. Because oh, I didn't want to be any of those things. Because you really are Eeyore. I am Eeyore, but he has a low self-esteem and I don't. No, That's you don't. the one quality of that disorder I do not have. But both of you overeat. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. How dare you? (laughs) Jesus. I can't believe you guys witnessed this moment where Rachel completely dragged me. (laughs) As if. (laughs) That was like the fifth on the list, you bitch. No, it was like fatigue and eating, overeating prone or something like that. I can't remember what it was. 
Uh, oh my god. It's okay. We all know I'm like Tigger. <laughs> we all know I'm a fucking train wreck. <laughs> Ex meth head. <laughs> Just like Tigger. That's true. Okay. I would have hit you with a mallet. <laughs> and my Eeyore, like, stop, calm down. I think the thing I liked about Eeyore too was he wasn't he always like dunking on Tigger and dunk, yes. like he was always mean to everyone. So I yeah. related to that too. He was just kind of like, wow, you have a lot of energy. Yeah. He was always irritated with all of the other characters. Right. Okay. Oh my God. So those are my pop culture conspiracy theories. Ooh. See, um, I think we can do a fo- another one of these episodes. Absolutely. Because uh, there's a big one I know of. That you didn't, I thought you were going to hit on, but it didn't come up, so we should definitely save it. There's a lot of them. I just focused on the really obscure ones. Yeah, today. yeah. Cool. I like this topic. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I have some content i watched this week i've been really into criminal minds lately oh all the seasons are on netflix mandy Batankin's in it so what's not to like look it's it's network television and it's old school network television i mean old school as in like from the mid 2000s but it's very it's a little dated is this the one with the annoying punk girl no that's like csi okay i don't like her no yeah the one you know i'm talking about yeah she wears like black Polly Perrette or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I say it as if I don't know her name. What's her name again? Polly Perrette. I fucking hate her. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not this one. This one like has this computer girl who's really horny, but oh. not in an annoying way, like okay. in a very relatable way. Like she just has horny energy. Okay. And she she's kind of nerdy. Yeah. But she has horny girl energy okay. and she does all the like computer stuff. Ooh. I like that character. She's cute. Anyway, I've been I never watched Criminal Minds. I'm like a Law and Order girl. That was like a CBS show, right? I guess. Yeah. But it's all on Netflix. There's no commercials. So Ooh. it's like and it's just so easy to watch. Okay. Even though like I gotta say, like some of these cases, these crimes are fucking disgusting. Really? Yeah. I'm like, okay. that is sick. Um, I'm, I'll watch it. I think you'd like it. I would like to talk to you about it too, because it's just like, there's a lot of stuff. To I mean, the, it's hard to get into a Netflix show cause they're like 25 episodes a season. Do you know what I mean? To like binge watch a network show. It's always way more episodes yeah. to get through. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, and that show was on a long time too, right? Yeah. It was on a really long time. I, I mean, I, I don't know, but for some reason it's just easy to watch. Yeah. It's not like. That sounds good. I mean, I'm going to need something when I finish Billions. It's just fun. It's a fun watch. Okay. I recommend it. If you, I'm sure people listening to this have seen it a million times. Totally. And like that's a our audience. Show. Yeah. Uh, also, I forgot to mention last week that I was on a friend of the show, Kara Berry's podcast, Ooh. Everyone's Business But Mine. We talked everything 90 Day Fiance. So look for my episode from last week. Look for the one that says, you know, featuring Rachel Fisher. I want to do her show. 
You should. What, should, what can I do? What housewives? Sh- oh, okay. Yeah, I can so, do housewives. Yeah, you should. She yeah. would love to have you on. I'm speaking for her. <laughs> I mean, now she has to. Well, now she has to. She, <laughs> she listens would like, to the show. She would like me to be on. You should go on the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would love to. You It'd should be talk fun. housewives with I her. didn't know what shows she did. She just does all reality. She does them all. Okay. So if you're into reality TV... You should listen to her show because she does talks totally. about all the reality shows. I love her. Yeah. She's really funny. She's so funny. She's so funny. And she's very horny. She's very horny. <laughs> this she's is one why of we're us. friends with her. Yes. She really is one of us. Uh that's cool. I am still watching Billions. I haven't moved on from that. Oh, I want to watch that new Charlie Kaufman movie that's on Netflix. I think it just came out today. And then the other thing I wanted to tell you about is that I haven't seen it, but Clash Act, Class, Clash Action, Class Action Park, the documentary about Action Park is out on HBO Max starting today. Yay. So if you have HBO Max, you should see it. I haven't seen it yet, um, but I, I think it will be great. Is this the one Johnny Knoxville? No, this is the documentary. Remember I was like, posting the trailer for it a few months ago so this is a documentary it has all like real footage from back in the day it has interviews with people who went to action park amazing so i'm sure it's going to be great yeah uh it won some audience award so it was just released today i'm sure it will be great if you liked our mini or we did like an episode on it uh a few on patreon and then i wrote something about it a few months ago so yeah you'll love it it's it's hilarious, I'm yeah. sure. I've seen clips, so. And then I think that's it. I really need more podcasts, I think. I feel like I'm running out of things I want to listen to. I don't know why. There, I know there's so many, but you know how you just don't Dateline. know they exist? The Dateline podcast? Dateline's great. Yeah, I've listened to that one. I love it. I just love Keith Morrison. Yeah. So, yeah, I just need to find more podcasts. I need to like go through and just start searching I think I want some different topics yeah. too, like different things. I need to get the food one you listen to. Oh, the food I probably one's like that so one. great. The history of food, that's what it's called. Right. It's so relaxing. It's yeah. honestly like, it's so relaxing. That sounds like something I would want to listen to. Yeah. You'd like it. It's very like nerdy and history. Cool. And you'd like it. Yeah. It's good. It's a good one. Um, so yeah, I don't have any other recs. Yeah, I I don't either. I do want to give a big thank you to one of our listeners, Megan. Megan sent me a portrait of Romy that she painted. It's so nice. Desi just saw it tonight when she came over to do the show. It looks so good. I love it. It's really nice. My mom loves it. Brendan loves it. I sent him a... a you know, a picture of it when, when it arrived and he's like, Oh my God. Like it looks just like her. Yeah. It looks just like her. And I love know, the red too. You know what I'm saying? The red just looks so good. It's so beautiful. And I, you know, I, 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 I teared up when I opened this package. Um, if you want to follow Megan, uh, her pet portrait business on Instagram, it's called pet portraits by Pattis. That's, Pet Portraits by P-A-T-T-I-S. I think she's really good artist. Like, I liked her portraits. Her portraits are great. And I thought her prices were really reasonable, too. Like, you guys should go get a pet portrait. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I mean, you really should. These are very good prices. It came on a nice little canvas. It's like, I, I hung and it up. And they're nice. I like her style. Like, yeah. it's it's cool. Like It's a good style. I like I like this style a lot. I, I mean, it was, what a nice 
thing to receive in the mail. Mm-hmm. And what a nice little visual uh, honor of Romy. Yeah. It was so nice. You posted it on your Instagram, right? I posted uh-huh. it on my personal Instagram page. If you don't follow me on Instagram, I'm Childlike Empress. We should post it on uh, the shows and um, yeah. like the story, make a story for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. we'll make a story for it. Megan also sent me something that I've coveted for a very long time, and that is Vincent and Mary Price's cookbook. I'm so jealous. Desi, <laughs> this book is so amazing. We have to make the recipes in this book. We should do some Patreon episodes doing the recipes. Somebody suggested that. Oh, One cool. of our listeners suggested we do... No, it wasn't our listener. It was Brendan who suggested it. Sorry. <laughs> He's a listener. He is a listener. He said... Sounds like a Patreon episode. <laughs> yeah. That's what he said. That would be really fun. I love cooking old recipes. And these, I mean, this book is a tome. This book, ha- and it's like all these recipes from these old school restaurants around the world. Yes. So there's recipes from Trader Vic's. Yum. From the Racket Club in Palm Springs. I love I mean, it. All the recipes, they're so old school. It's like beef bourguignon. Ugh, and I like, love it. I mean, just really steak Diane. Like all, yes. all those old school recipes. Love it. They're in there. And it's a really thick book. There's also some original recipes by Vincent Price and his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, look, we love Vincent Price on the show. He's an icon. He's a bi icon. Yeah. And a horror icon. Love Two him. things I love mm-hmm. that we love. Yeah. So, Megan, I can't thank you enough. Really made my week. Uh, again, I can't thank all of our listeners enough for just being like the sweetest people yeah. ever. We're so lucky. I don't know what we did to deserve this. <laughs> we were just skanks. <laughs> Yes, that's what it is. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Boy. I didn't even get to see it. I'm going to look at it after we record. Oh, yeah. I want to see it. I, I love it. I, I'm going to put that on my Christmas list. You got to get it, Desi. I want it You got to so get it. There's a few old cookbooks I really want. They're yeah. hard to find uh, sometimes. So, yeah. What, let's, let's move on. What we eat? Well, we just had moza. We had meatballs. We had meatballs and we had some wings and some salad. It was good. I yeah. like that kind of meal. It was yeah. And we had iced coffee. I really needed to eat those meatballs because oh. I drank that iced coffee on an empty stomach. Oh yeah, it's and now jittery. And coffee places are now doing cold brew iced coffee. Ooh, like that's like that's what they use for their iced coffee now is cold brew. Oh, so it's, it's really concentrated. Very fucking concentrated, and I'm a sensitive little flower i'm like not but then sometimes i am like do you know what i mean like i had i was like wired but i also hadn't eaten and i was all sort of elated because we had just left the cat shelter yes so my just my emotions were going really like haywire anyway we had some great iced coffee it was fucking fabulous and we had some meatballs yeah i haven't been eating that much this week because it's been so hot again i just don't feel like cooking like I'm just not in the mood. We should make some some of the chilled items in this Vincent Price cookbook. I did see a few good salads this week that I want to make, but yeah, let's make some chilled. No let's aspic. Make, no aspic. Although I would love to just make aspic, just so I can say I've done it and I tried it. Would love <laughs> to have an aspic dinner party. I know it would be fun to have a Vincent Price dinner party. Yeah. Someone actually invited me to something. It was a um, event where it was all recipes made. From Vincent Price's cookbook, the, the his Mexican cookbook. Yes, yeah. Uh, I didn't want to go though, for reasons uh, not, not related to Vincent Price. Right, <laughs> right. 
couldn't have been. No. Um, but yeah, no, I want to look at it and I want to make things. And I think that would be a really fun Patreon. Absolutely. Uh, for sure. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah. Yay. Yay. We did it. We did Another it. week. <laughs> oh my God. Wow, you guys. I hope everyone has a, a great weekend. We will see you on Monday. Desi has a story I'm very excited Ooh, yeah. to hear. Yeah, it'll be a good one. We'll, we'll see you guys on Tuesday. Desi's, yeah. Desi's coming over to my house on Monday. Yeah. Very That's excited right. about this, the main story this time. Okay, cool. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye.